biggest challenge about just getting ready to face this Ravens defense? Oh, man, um, obviously I think it starts at the front. Their front is really good. Um, their secondary is really good. They uh, they just you know they play really tight coverage. Um, don't you don't see a lot of hole separation you know on film from other teams and stuff. And so um, you know they play really sound um, all together. And um, they're physical. You know their linebackers fly around. Um, and uh, like we've been saying all week, they sort of remind um, us of our linebackers. You know in terms of the intensity, how they fly around, and and all that. So um, yeah, gonna be a great challenge for us. Does the picture change maybe more dramatically than other teams you face pre-snap to post-snap? Um, I mean, we have, you know, our plan and stuff. And so um, going into it, you know, we're just going to continue to play our, our style of ball. And, and um, you know, obviously there's some things that you have to be ready for and, and take into account every play, you know, with their players and, and what we're trying to get done. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be a drastic change or anything. Um, but you know we're going to play our way of ball, and we have to understand what we're getting into with their defense. So in preparing for Patrick Queen and Marquand Smith, how much of an advantage has it been that you've been going up against Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw all season? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously dating back to camp and stuff, we got some really good reps against them, and you know how they play, their drops, you know how aggressive they are in the run game, all of it. And so um, you know I think for us we understand um, you know sort of. You know how linebackers that you know fly around and, and play and that are smart, like what it looks like. You know, going against our guys and stuff. So, um, but at the same time, you know, um, you know they're a little bit different in how they do play. Um, there's some similarities, but um, you know we gotta just go in and, and play football and and uh, we'll, we'll find out on Sunday. So or Monday night. You, you played playoff games here in the past. So are you expecting kind of that same atmosphere and? And did those help you of a game of this magnitude where it's going to be such national spotlight on you? Um, yeah. Yeah, we played some playoff games and stuff last year. That was, you know, good for all of us and our experiences and stuff um, in terms of, you know, some home games that are, you know, um, some big games. Um, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, we've played in some pretty big games already this year. And um, it's the NFL. I feel like guys are, or people around the country are always tuned in. Um, at the same time, it is Monday nights on Christmas, so those are all little things that you know get added to the table. But I think more than anything, we're excited for it, you know. So, if you had to make the case for Christian McCaffrey to win the MVP award, what would you say on his behalf? Yeah, um, you know, sort of like what I said before, like he he does it all. Um, you know, I think he's the reason why like our our pass game and and our play action pass and all that kind of stuff opened up because you know he he sort of sets the standard with the run game, um, and then when we do pass the ball, he's there and in our play and he catches the ball. He makes guys miss. He can go up against safeties and linebackers um, and, you know, make them miss and stuff in the pass game. And then he scores touchdowns. His stats are crazy. So um, he's definitely a valued player and I think the most valued player. So During the, the telecast, uh, they said that, that Drew Brees was your guy growing up. Um, we always thought it was uh, Dan Marino was your guy. Um, what what was your background with Breeze? Was he somebody that you watched uh, and wanted to be like? Yeah, um, my dad was a Dolphins fan, so um, you know, for him growing up, he was like, "Man, Dan Marino's got a quick release and all that stuff." And so, um, growing up, like I tried to throw quick like Dan, but then as I got older, you know, obviously I, I wasn't old enough to watch Dan play. So Drew Breeze was a guy that I knew I was going to be, you know, similar height with. And um, I just respected how, you know, he was, you know, quick with his feet. He was very smart. He was, he anticipated throws. 
and he won games, you know, with his mind. And um, he was and was a fierce competitor. You know, all the guys around him loved to go to war with him. And so, um, yeah, I guess if you got mixed up in that, like my dad tried to teach me to throw like Dan Marino, and then I ended up loving watch uh, Drew Brees. So, um, yeah. Uh, I at a Super Bowl event last year, just real quick. It was more about you know my arm and rehab. He went through a UCL deal back in his career, so um, but that was about it. Have you talked to Snead about him at all? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Willie's uh, told me a lot about him and stuff, and obviously Willie says that you know he thinks we're similar, and obviously in terms of our height and all that. But um, like I said, the anticipation, the footwork, the 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 mindset going into games, the competitiveness. To hear that come from a player that played with Drew means a lot. So, yeah. We've seen this, your team take off since the bye, um, maybe some adjustments, whatever. What did you get from the bye? Did you felt like you anything adjusted and where your level's been since the bye? <laughs> I mean, you know, sort of just a, a mental reset, you know. It was a grind for me, you know, getting surgery and then rehabbing my butt off and, and trying to get back for game one. Um, and then you get back for game one, and then it's just a grind for nine weeks straight, you know, of all ball. At the same time, you know, trying to get my arm strengthened within all of that, um, handling the highs and the lows. And so to have that bye week, you know, the middle of the season, being able to sort of reset was, I think, huge for all of us, but especially for myself. Um, and then come back sort of reminded of, all right, you got to be hungry. You got to play. This is the NFL. Anything can happen any week, and you have to give your all um, every day. And so sort of being able to reset to that kind of mindset was huge for me. This is you know, one of those big games that, as discussed, and, and the Cowboys and Eagles and, and the Jaguars, maybe since you were coming up through a game losing streak, were big kind of, what are the Niners made of games? And you blew out all those teams. Um, is that, uh, I guess, a reflection of this team being able to rise to the moment? Or how do you explain kind of destroying really good teams? Um. Man, I think, you know, it comes down to, I feel like, just our preparation. We have such an experienced team, guys that have been through a lot here, been to NFC championships and Super Bowls, and a, and a squad that has been together years on years. You know, this is my second year, but you got Fred Warner, Eric Armstead. You got guys that have been here and have experienced it and understand what, you know, big games look like and what it takes. And so um, that's a testament to that. The organization, um, the coaches, everybody's like ready for those kinds of moments and games. So um, I think we sort of sink back to that. You know, that's our, like, that's all we, all we know in terms of being ready for those moments and what, it, what it's going to take. So it's my second year, but I've learned from those guys, you know, and how they do it and handle it. So do we say it's, it's a big game, we're going to put up this? We don't know. You know, we know it's going to be a dogfight, and we have to be ready and willing to do whatever it takes for four quarters. That's how we look at it. I did get a new set of clubs. Uh, I need, I needed, yeah, I needed some. Yeah, shout out Christian. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Financially, I wouldn't be able to cover that right now. But uh, he, uh, no, shout out to him. Everyone loved it. So, yeah, thank you, Christian. <laughs> what do you admire about what how Lamar Jackson plays the position? Yeah, man, he's. Um, He's a competitor. At the end of the day, man, he's a winner. Um, he's gone, gone into that place and, you know, just has given them life, you know, since he stepped foot there his rookie year. Um, you know, obviously his playmaking ability, being able to throw the ball and then, you know, just at the end of the day win. He's you got to respect him and what he's done. 
And um, I was a big fan of his, you know, the last couple of years when I was in high school and college watching him. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be tough for us, but I'm excited for it. Christmas, when do you tell family and, and friends, you know, or when do you turn the page and switch gears to start focusing on the game? Yeah, um, I don't know. It's uh, for us, it's Christmas time and stuff for our family and friends, which is great. But at the same time, man, like we all here understand, you know, we have to do our job and play and uh, we have to do what it takes in terms of our preparation, our studying. Nothing can change our routine, um, you know. We've been in games like this before. We've had to play on Thanksgiving. So um, those are all things that our family and friends understand. And, um, you know, we got to do what it takes to win. But at the same time, you know, being able to, you know, celebrate Christmas and stuff too is huge. So, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we, we have them planned, but I don't know if we're going to dish them out yet. So, yeah. When are you going to do it, Christmas? I'm not sure. Happy New Year cards. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Thanks, guys.